Hello, Jan. Jesper, how are you doing? I am very excited about the future. Oh, do tell. Well, in I don't know if this was the last episode or if it was an earlier episode, but um, in the trends of 2023 episode, you spoke about Spanish design. And ah, yes. after that, I've looked a little bit at this uh, this magazine you recommended, and I'm intrigued because I sort of can see it. So tell me, like, w- what does this come from? How did you discover this? What is it? I became a huge fan of contemporary Spanish design when I spent more time on the islands, Mallorca, for example. It's one of those places that is very closely associated with uh, package tourism, mass tourism. Mm, yeah. There's definitely another side to the island and to the main city of Palma as well that is about craftsmanship, about design, about contemporary design expressions that that have an impact far, far beyond the islands and the country. My, my absolutely favorite artist uh, when it comes to ceramics uh, is based in Palma. Roberto Paparcone has been working in Palma for a long time, and he, together with a couple of others from Barcelona and along the coast, the Mediterranean coast, to me, represent everything that is good about Spanish design. It has some of the traits that are often associated with Scandinavian design, the functionality, the clean lines. What it has that Scandinavian design does not have is a much more fuller, joyful, life-embracing expression. And I absolutely adore that. Yes, it feels very constructed. Um, I think in that episode that you referred to, I, I mentioned architectural. It, it does feel like every single item has actually had a, has had a scaffolding around it and built over a long period of time because <laughs> it is so well constructed. It is architectural in its expression. But the, the differentiator is that warmth, that joy, even when it is strict, even when it is very minimal. Spanish design, to me, manages to incorporate the human scale whether it is a small item or whether it is a massive piece of architecture. That is absolutely fascinating. And you sold this so incredibly well that I am super interested and inspired by this. For our audience, I have to ask, could you try to find some examples or some pieces or try to describe some of the the items that that sort of create this sort of design Mm -hmm. so that we have some mental image of what we're discussing. I mentioned uh, Roberto Paparcone and uh, I actually have a a water picture with a uh, cup that also acts as its lid. It's about 30 centimeters tall, about uh, 10, 12 centimeters across. Of course, it has fantastic proportions, but when you look closer at it, you see that different parts of it have a different different type of, I think it's called glaze, on the outside. And you realize that when the sun is reflecting off of it, the parts that you would hold have less glaze on yeah. them. But when you remove the cup from the picture itself, you realize that the glaze that sort of catches your attention and has this freshness to it actually also continues on the inside 
of the picture. And that's not a requirement from a functional perspective for that glaze to continue. It really feels like this could also be a building. This could also be how you move into a space. Another example, hotels, hotel rooms. There is very rarely any feeling of you not belonging. There is always something in the design of hotels that you can relate to, whether that is the materials, whether it's the colors, whether it is the light, it doesn't matter. There is something that everyone can connect with. Because the, the examples you showed me, they feel like it's almost Danish interior design, but that has met with a lot of color and a lot of the inclusiveness that I would expect from something like Italian design, but without going over the top like Italian design usually does. I really recommend the Spanish interior title Manera magazine. Uh, they have a fantastic uh, Instagram account, but the, the print magazine is lovely. It's, uh, it's like a phone book size in thickness. You showed me this Instagram account and I have to agree, it's absolutely wonderful. It also captures this, maybe not a trend, maybe a movement, because it looks new. I can almost grasp what it's about. I'm not sure I could replicate it, but I can clearly see that, yeah, this is going somewhere. To me, at least, who's, who's not an expert on Spanish design, obviously, it is, to me, quite striking how freely the reference to Spanish design is made in Italy, for example, or in Morocco. A good friend of mine who works in Spain said, well, that's because everyone else contributed. So it becomes a very, it's yeah, it's interconnected and it becomes a very, a very generous way of looking at it. it it's, it's not a problem to pinpoint something as, you know, Spanish design in this case, because Spanish design is Italian, it's Moroccan, it's all of these other influences as well. Which means that it's still alive, it's still evolving so we're still discovering what spanish design is thank you so much for sharing that jan i'm super excited to delve into more of spanish design my absolute pleasure